glory to God forever. Jesus Christ is alive. To Him be all the praise and glory. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty, and the Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. He's merciful, gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth, and infinitely more. Amen. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Heaven is filled with His glorious presence. Lord, I bless those listening to this message and I believe with them You'll reveal Your glory to them in the wonderful name of Jesus. Lord, send out laborers to the harvest fields, to the Middle East, 450 million people, including Israel, 8 million people, by any means possible, in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Wonder and Reality. My name is Jim. One of the, the purposes of our life and perhaps the purpose of our life is to lose ourselves in God in His presence and glory. And so, if someone only listens to one thing, one takeaway, one thing, the next 10 seconds, 20 seconds, it's that His presence and glory is so wonderful, it's beyond human words. And that's the answer for every person. That, that, that's the answer, even for all eternity. And there's many um, proofs of this. Someone may, may ask, you know, how do you know that? Um, and it is interesting that it's in the Bible. It does not specifically say humans were born to fellowship with God. It doesn't specifically say as far as I know, you know that our, one of our purposes is to lose ourselves in His glory. Um, it does in the epistles. It's it. Paul wrote about the fellowship of with the Holy Spirit. May the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Jesus in Revelation three twenty said, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock." He who opens the door, I will come into him and sup, dine with him, and he with me. And so he's revealing there that he offers to become someone's everything. There's many, many things that keep human beings from this one thing, his presence and glory. Um, there's much I could say about that. But, but a key is... Seeking Him with your whole heart. Someone's, you know, in Jeremiah it says, "You shall seek Me; you shall find Me, when you search for Me with all with all your heart." And Jesus actually the first commandment: "Love the Lord your God with all with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, with everything that you have." When someone does that, they experience His presence and glory. They'll only want Him. And in heaven. Heaven is so wonderful mainly because it's filled with His, the presence of Jesus. And also, it's just so incredible. Everything in heaven is made from His glory. It's really, truly fascinating and, and incredible to even just think about it. The, the entire planet of heaven, God's home, and it's this massive, big place. We don't know how big it is. 
a beautiful, um, I almost just want to focus on His presence and glory because that fills heaven and He's everywhere on the earth. You know, someone may say, oh, you know, yeah, heaven, that's, that's great that it's like that, but I have to live right here on the earth and it's difficult and, and it's, well, Jesus and His presence and glory, the Holy Spirit's available all the time. He's everywhere on the earth. Amen. There are other things, Jesus, that it takes to find Him. Jesus revealed that there's three realms of prayer. A human has the privilege of going into those realms of prayer. Um, he spoke about persistence in two parables, Luke 11, Luke 18, persistence. He said we must pay the price and count the cost. And so it's, it's a, it all comes under the umbrella, you might say, of seeking Him with our whole heart loving Him with everything that we have, and then also loving others as we love ourselves. And it's such a key because when, you know, if, if some, let's say a believer, many believers, we want to um, walk with God. We want to do ministry. Well, the whole key is the anointing, the presence of Jesus. A great man of God said brilliantly, um, the anointing solves everything solves everything, both in our personal life and in our effort to serve God and walk with Him and to be in ministry. I mean, it solves everything. And Reinhard Bonnke one time said, um, he can do in one second what would take us a millennium. And, 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 there's so much, you know, there's 66 books of the Bible and there's all these, um, you know, great teachings from many great people. The greatest thing though, someone doesn't actually have, I mean, it, I go back to the simplicity um, of going directly to Him. Someone can do that every day, all the time, wherever we go, whether we're wherever we are. We can always have that relationship. That's what's so brilliant and, and truly unspeakable about this plan that God set up. The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Someone knows Him as Lord and Savior. He's, they've got God Almighty living in them, within them, and all around them all the time. Amen. Amen. Briefly, a teaching in recent days, a great man of God is teaching about pray, prayer, and, it's, and there's a simple truth that he reveals. I want to simplify it. There's praying with the Spirit and praying in the Spirit. So it's very simple. Praying with the Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit in us, within us, when we when someone um, has their prayer language and they speak in tongues, that's praying with the Spirit because the Holy Spirit is with them. And so it's a wonderful thing they're praying with the Spirit. Um, and the Apostle Paul taught about that. It's, I, I believe it's, well, it's in one of his letters. 
praying in the Spirit is when the Holy Spirit really takes over. And that's, that's more rare. And, and, and then the Holy Spirit is actually, you know, it's, it's just this glorious um, experience where the Holy Spirit's actually, um, you might say, um, praying through that person. And, but it's all wonderful. And, and I want to add this. Um, walking with Jesus Christ is what humans were created to do and born to do. And it's normal and natural and simple and easy. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Now, living on the earth, yes, is challenging, but sometimes we might look at, again, as I mentioned earlier, we might look at the Bible and we might think, oh, this, this, we have a lot of misconceptions. So let me state the positive. It's simple. It's exciting. You know, there's, it's always something to look forward to. Especially the greatest thing, His presence and glory, and also looking forward to heaven. But we're on the earth and every day can be an adventure. There's a big misconception. People, um, people try to find purpose in many, many different ways. Some, uh, even including believers, you know, they try to find purpose in, in, through their work, through their relationships, through family, through and, you know, all kinds of things. Those are good things. But humans were born to walk with Jesus Christ, to fellowship with Him. And so we were created to, to walk with Him. It's, but again, the key, when someone meets Him directly and has that relationship with Him, that's the key. Something I want to add about hell, it's not, it's not a pleasant subject. It's controversial. But in this series, I want to continue about heaven, hell, and angels. Something that I want to add, I have not emphasized this much, if at all, but okay, the, the lost, lost souls in hell are their suffering is horrible. Their suffering and their torment is horrible beyond human comprehension. And, and there's no, they can do nothing to get relief from their suffering. Such as the things that we do on the earth. Um, we as humans on the earth are privileged to be able to do many things to cope and to deal with the challenges and the, the problems and the difficulty of living on the earth. There's many things. You could, if we listed them, it might be more than a hundred things um, that people do. In hell, they can do none of those things to get any relief. So I, br very briefly, I do want to give a summary of some of their suffering. And then I, before I do that though, I want to emphasize that in, in 
The most detailed description of hell is in the book A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. And one of the main themes of the book is in when Jesus interacted with 19 specific people in hell. And remember, in hell there's billions of lost souls. It's a large place. It's enlarging itself. There might be, our ministry estimates there's 50 to 60 or more billion lost souls in hell and 100,000 more approximately going there every day. So I almost don't want to get into specifics, but there's a reason. I believe in this book, Jesus revealed these 19 people for a specific, I mean, obviously everything in the book is important, but with these 19 people, one of the patterns and themes is God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit gave them numerous times to repent and called them and called them and called them and, you know, and just, and, and uh, that's a clear thing. I'm going to read something in just a minute about that. But here's an overview of their suffering, which... <laughs> Jesus specifically told Mary Baxter, there are many different types of torment in hell, but all are burned with fire. And so Mary Baxter saw this happening, that flames would literally start at their feet and go up over, over their whole body, including their head, and then die down sometimes, but there would still be flames on their body burning in their burning them in the flesh, their flesh is falling off of their body. And, and lost souls in hell have all their senses and their senses are much stronger in hell. They are confined to pits or cells. The cells are small, um, dug into the earth with metal bars in front of the cells. The pits are in the ground and only three feet deep, so apparently they can't even stand up. They're just having to lie down. Now, maybe they can stand up, but if they try to get out of the pits, demons overpower them and keep them in the pit. And so they're also on these burning embers that are like the red hot embers you see in a campfire. They're on those all the time. The flames are basically... A, I almost want to correct some things I've said in the past. Apparently, flames are burning them all the time. And then at times, the lake of fire actually comes through hell and burns them fully and then, and then leaves. But even when it leaves, um, they're still, the flames are still burning them. And they're in eternal death. They, it's excruciatingly hot. The smells are awful and made Mary Baxter sick to her stomach. They, all the, the people there, the lost souls, have worms and maggots crawling inside their body that are not affected by the fire. And if they try to remove them, the, the more just come back, apparently, that she, Mary Baxter saw the worms and maggots crawling inside their body. There's loud wailing, gnashing of teeth. Um, they can hear that. They have all of their senses and all of their, their soul, their mind, and their emotions. Um, they have, there's no water, no food, no sunlight, nothing good, no love, and no, no joy, no laughter, no, no, uh, 
they can never sleep or rest. So this leads to what I want to add to this is that they can do nothing to get relief from this suffering like we can do on the earth. So on the earth, humans, if we really look at someone's life, our life and other people's, most of what we do <laughs> is to deal with the challenges of living on the earth, right? And how do we do that? People find things that they like and enjoy and they do those. Um, so if you look at, at, at human beings' time, sleep is one of the main ones, right? Because roughly one-third of our life we sleep and, and also rest. And, and so that's one of the main ones. You know, we can, what a privilege it is that we can do that. Okay, they can never do that in hell. That's one of the main ones, but there's many, you know, if you look at humans, we, we have to do certain things, right, that we don't like. There's, but other than that, humans are doing things like, to, to again, to deal with living on the earth and also to escape in some ways. So like family, friends, um, spending time with people that we like, um, entertainment, music, food, uh, laughter, you know, things that we look forward to. Some of these things are simple and some we take for granted. Um, going into nature and enjoying beautiful nature, fresh air, taking a walk, spending time with a friend, talking to a friend, um, having our favorite food or beverage. Some people, you know, it's coffee or tea or that ice cream, all these things. And really this reveals, remember, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of Lights, from God. He gives all these good things to every person. It's truly amazing. Um, there's many other things like that. Now, some people go into... Uh, sinful things, right? Um, well, let me first, before I say that, another one is having a relationship with a, you know, with a spouse. Sex. Sex is a gift of God. You know, that's something He has given. Okay, now some people, um, they do sinful things, things that are not right, but it's to escape. To, to deal with living on the earth, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, um, materialism, um, whatever it is that they can do none of these things in hell. None of them. For all eternity. That's just, I mean, that's almost something that, let me go back to the worst thing. I was just thinking about this. I've been reading the, uh, some in Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. And I've realized a human being being burned in fire might possibly be the worst suffering imaginable for a human. If you really think about it. On the earth, we know that many people are suffering, right? They're suffering greatly. From young children to elderly. They're suffering and sometimes there are people who do things to other people that cause suffering. You know, let's think about, for example, the terrible concentration camps 
during World War II. We almost don't want to think about it, but it's a reality that that happened. Um, humans basically torturing other humans. But of all these t suffering, the worst thing on the earth possibly could be, maybe not the worst, but it certainly is one of the worst, being burned in fire. I mean, if somebody's burned in fire, they're going to die pretty quickly, okay? But their suffering during that time is just, I mean, horrible. But that's what, that's the main thing in hell. Every person is burned with fire all the time. I mean, it's like, now someone may question this, but I'll just go back to Jesus spoke and revealed that hell is like that in like four specific, at least four, I'm going to give four specific examples where Jesus Christ said, revealed this about hell. He said it's the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. He called it hell fire. That's in early in the Gospel of Matthew. He called it the, the furnace of fire where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. And then in another place that's I believe it's in Mark, the Gospel of Mark, he said it's where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. So it's right there. And so it does baffle me if, if someone doesn't think that hell is like that. Um, you know, I really don't know how someone can deny these things because it's also... Um, all we need is Jesus Christ's words. Now, it's also in the book of Revelation about the lake of fire and brimstone and, you know, there's much about hell and those who worship the beast have no rest day or night. Um, those who, uh, you know, there's just... So it's all there. I, I, and I want to finish on a positive note and I want to pray... For listeners, um, the presence of Jesus so wonderful. And it's the treasure that Jesus spoke about in the, the parable of the treasure hidden in a field. He said the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid it and for joy went and sold everything he had and bought the field. And, and that treasure, Jesus called it the kingdom of heaven, really at the very essence, I believe it is, that's the, it's the presence of G Jesus Christ. God's presence and glory, which it's amazing. You think about, he's everywhere on the earth. So for a human to find him, to, to just, let's just go by Jesus' words. It's losing our old nature. Going into the phases. There's four phases of knowing God. I'll discuss that maybe in later messages this week. But there's, there's three realms of prayer every day. And a great man of God, even in the last year, has taught about how those three phases, he said basically we can experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is the third phase of knowing God. We can experience that every day. 
So likely those three realms of prayer that Jesus revealed, it's when he said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened. Likely those coincide with the three phases, the first three phases of knowing God, which are being born again, number two, born of water in the Spirit, and number three, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's in John chapters 3, 4, and 7. Jesus used metaphors. He did not call it being baptized with the Holy Spirit. But He did say born of water in the Spirit. He, he said that specifically. And so someone can experience that every day. It's amazing. And so when we lose our old nature... We actually, the way it's when we seek Him with our whole heart, the Holy Spirit puts our old nature to death. He does it. He's God Almighty. He does everything. Amen. He's, and that's the sword of the Spirit. You know, God's... Um, the Holy Spirit's sword is His Word to a person directly. It's more than just His Word. It's His power, His presence, His glory, His majesty. Included within all of that is Him speaking to someone. Amen. And Amen. That's how someone... I mean, that, that's a summary. I've just covered a lot. <laughs> but... If someone wonders, well, well, wait, if His presence and glory is everywhere on earth, how do I experience it? In the last two minutes, I tried to summarize it, but, but really it's even as simple as just seeking Him with, with your whole heart. Just being determined. Amen, amen. And that's, that's as I've said in some recent messages, it's pretty fascinating doing this, it's the same for every person on the earth. Whether someone has been in ministry a long time and they know the Bible inside and out, or if they've never owned a Bible or read it, it's experiencing, finding Him in this way. It's the same for both people. Isn't that amazing? God, He's leveled, completely leveled the playing field. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless the listeners of this podcast. This is in the last couple of days, two days or so, in Bogota, Colombia, in Jakarta, Indonesia, in Lahore, and Gujranwala, Pakistan, St. Austell in the UK, and also Frankfurt, Germany, and Dublin, Ireland in Edmonton, Canada, Napanee, Canada. This is actually going back about three or four days, but in Monakira, Colombia, Lima, Peru, also Toronto, Canada, in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, in the U.S. in Florida, Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Illinois, Texas, Washington, D.C., in Washington State, Oregon, and California, in Seattle, 
in Los Angeles and Tulare, California. Bless them, Lord. Reveal your glory to them in, in, your, in Jesus' wonderful name. Please visit wonderreality.org. Our websites are getting significant traffic. So thank you. If, if partners um, can and if they have time, please pray that, uh, you know, that the people will find, continue to find the websites, the podcasts, the books, and other, our other platforms. Are some really exciting things are happening with our websites. We don't have time to check the stats. We probably in the last month or so we checked maybe less than three percent of the stats. But I mean, literally, people from all over the world are finding the sites. We can see their specific cities in Russia, China, in Europe, in Japan, in Hong Kong, Singapore. In, I mean, we don't even know how many countries. Last count, it's like 104 countries, but it, we we don't know how many. Um, definitely in the U.S. and in Canada, and it's at the Philippines. These are just the countries I'm mentioning are some of the most frequent visitors. Have have, um, the countries with the, the most visitors. Um. Germany, France, the UK, Sweden, um, many of the countries surrounding Russia. So please do visit wonderreality.org th and thank you for listening and blessings.